Hi and welcome to Social Work Sorted, the podcast. I'm Vicky Shevlin. I host this podcast and I lead Social Work Sorted as an online platform for newly qualified social workers. I provide CPD accredited training to universities and organisations. I provide lots of free resources via this podcast, YouTube and Instagram, and I have an online monthly membership for students and new social workers, The Collective. If you are interested in joining The Collective or if you would like to talk to me further about training for your university or organisation, all the information is in the show notes. In this episode, I want to talk to you about social work interviews and one of the questions that I get asked most often is about particular questions and questions about case studies that come up in social work interviews. I do have a couple of other episodes that cover interview skills, so I will link them in the show notes. You can go and have a listen to them as well. But in this episode, like I said, I'm going to focus on the idea of a case study. So it's very common for organisations, local authorities to include a case study example in an interview to support you in exploring legislation and policy and allow the interviewers to gain an understanding of your understanding using that case study, which will connect or relate to practice. Now, quite often in my experience, I've found that a case study will either be asking me a question about help and support, leaning towards me talking about section 17 of the Children Act, which is focused on health and support, or a case study that's asking me to look at risk assessment and safety, which will be asking me to talk more about a section 47 inquiry, looking at child protection. That isn't always the case, but it happens quite often. So it's really important that before your interview, you think through some examples or case studies of your own where you have worked with a child or a family or an individual and looked at assessing their needs and also looked at assessing any worries about risk. This might be an example of an assessment that you have either undertaken or shadowed somebody undertaking or an example of a referral that may be met threshold for a section 47 inquiry. If you are listening and you're thinking, well, I haven't had a statutory placement, I'm not going to have an example, this question's making me feel really anxious, you don't necessarily need an example from local authority to be able to answer this question. The first thing that I'd suggest is that you go to the statutory guidance, Working Together to Safeguard Children 2018, and have a read through. And there are some flowcharts, diagrams that you can look at, which talk about the process for a Section 17 Child and Family Assessment and the process for an investigation under Section 47. So read through and be familiar with them. But remember that if you have worked with anybody on your placement where you have spoken to them, talked to them, gathered some information, found out about what they needed, made a decision, reflected on that decision with a manager or a senior practitioner or your supervisor, and they made a plan after that decision, you will be able to answer a question or reflect on any case study in any interview. So it's important to pair that back and remember what you can do. So think about each example. So your personal examples from your placement. What were the actions that you took? How did you seek advice? What did you do when you were unsure? Because it's really important that you demonstrate your process and the process of you thinking and reflecting rather than focusing on the outcome. So if you have a case study, if you're given a case study in an interview and there are certain bits of information in that case study, 
please do not focus on giving the right answer because in social work there is rarely a right answer or a wrong answer this is really getting you to think about process so cover everything that you can i remember having a case study question once where there was some information about a family in this case study it said that the washing machine had broken and that was impacting the cleanliness of the children's clothes this was impacting them in school but there were also some worries about parents alcohol use so i knew because of that case study that it wanted me to explore help and support in and around the issue with the washing machine and children's clothes but it also wanted me to talk about the possibilities of child protection processes by mentioning parents alcohol use so rather than me saying this is exactly what I would do instead I talked a lot with the word if so you know if I found out that the alcohol issue was ongoing if I found out that this alcohol issue had been persistent or it increased or things have got worse over the past few weeks then I would and then you go down the process of maybe reflecting with your manager thinking about suggesting a strategy discussion going down the route of a section 47 inquiry so it's not necessarily saying I would do this then this then this it's about thinking through the process if you're not sure about the next step in a process if you're giving an answer and you think actually I think I've got this all wrong I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that saying out loud I might be wrong about this could you clarify for me rather than continuing on a tangent and you will usually get an idea from the interviewers there might be lots of head nodding and smiling they might even gently support you by asking a further question to encourage an answer so it's important to remember that those interviewers are there to support you they've got your application they obviously think that you are a good candidate for the job this is just one more step towards it when you are thinking about a case study or you get a case study style question include certain stages of a process that you would do in practice so you know you're a student and you're going into a job of being a newly qualified social worker the interviewers want to know that you're not just going to run off and think that you've got all the answers and make all these decisions by yourself which I, I know that you know you're not going to do that but if you include certain stages in a process when you're explaining it will reassure those interviewers that you know what you're doing so confirming things with a manager or a supervisor checking legislation and policy focusing on the voice of children and young people if you're including those actions in your answer when you are given a case study it demonstrates will this candidate would do these things if in this situation rather than saying right well i would go straight in with a section 47 inquiry and i would recommend a strategy discussion to me, if I was interviewing you, that would demonstrate that you're probably not 100% on the legislation, but even more worryingly, you've not included a step of the process there, which is talking to your manager before making any decisions or taking any next steps. Hopefully that has been helpful for you. Do let me know if it has been supportive. If you are in the position of applying for jobs or interviewing for jobs, then my guide, Applying for Your First Social Work Job, Children's Services in the UK, is now available through my website. You can follow the link in my bio, go through to the shop and download this as an online ebook. Everything that I've just talked about is included in this ebook download, as well as thinking through your application process. So where to apply, what to do before you apply, when you have the doubts about whether you should apply, 
the information that you will need to include in your application, writing your personal statement and what to do if your application is not considered. The next part of the guide talks about your interview, what to wear, commonly asked interview questions and prompts of how you can answer these, reflective questions for you to think about when you're preparing, case study questions, which I've just shared through this podcast, and then some final reminders. If that sounds like something you need to support you to make you feel more confident in your application process, but also through your interview, and if you want something that is simple and easy to access, not overcomplicated, then like I said, you can head to the link in the show notes. It's available now via my website. Before I end this podcast, I would invite you, as I always do, to slow down with me, close your eyes if you feel comfortable, something that I would recommend you doing before your interview or even before you start an application form. Just grounding yourself, focusing on your breath and enjoying a moment for you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe and share it with one other person who might find it helpful too. Thank you for listening and take care.